So we know what your ultimate type is. Yes. Furry with nine tails. (laughs) (laughs) But not a furry. No, that's a whole different conversation. Welcome back to another episode of Drama Tea, where we sip on our tea and spill it about the shows that leave us wanting more. I'm talking about everything drama from Korean to Taiwanese and everything in between. I'm your girl, Nikki. I know it's been a while, but I am here and we're doing a roundup of 2021 and I am joined by my best drama friends, Hippie Color and Robin. Say hello, guys. Hey. Hey, how's it going? We're back. (laughs) Yes, yes. You guys were here for my first episode where we talked about startup. Mm -hmm. Yes. That was a good discussion. That was that That was was. Yes, it was. But um, it's nice that we've kind of come full circle. We've come full circle. And now we're talking about uh, our year in 2021 with uh, dramas, albeit um, Korean, Chinese, Japanese, Thai, everything. Um, I'm just going to get into it. I know usually we do the what are we watching, but that's kind of incorporated into our whole episode. But first, let me ask you guys, how do you think your watching behaviors went this year versus last year? I don't know. Like I, I don't have a, any method to my madness when it comes to dramas. I just look for one that has an interesting title. I read the synopsis. If the synopsis gets me, I give it a chance. Yeah, pretty pretty much the same. Um, although I did have a lot more time last year to watch a lot more dramas uh, than I did this year. Yeah, I felt I felt that this year um, was I don't know. I think this year. I personally watched more airing dramas than in the past because I know when I first started watching dramas back in 2017, I would say, oh, I'm not watching an airing drama because I don't want to wait for anything. I just want to binge it. So I would only watch one show at a time. But I saw myself this year watching a bunch of shows that were airing and I was watching maybe like four or five shows at a time. Yeah, which same. was which is un <laughs> unnormal for me. That's but. pretty, but that's that's pretty normal for me. Like I'll watch the airing shows, but I bounce between the ones that are on Vicky, the ones that are on Netflix. Um, I have Cocoa, I, so I watch the ones that are on there that aren't on Vicky. So I I bounce back and forth between platforms. So there's always something there for me to watch. Yeah, I think that I watched when I'm waiting for a show that's airing for episodes to build up. I like to have at least four episodes that I can binge in one sitting. And when I'm waiting for those episodes to build, I tend to go back and watch shows that have already been completed and have already aired and sometimes yeah. maybe a few years old. Yeah, that's that makes sense. And then I have my comfort shows that I go back and watch when I'm waiting for episodes to build. See, I'm not a I'm not I am a rewatcher in a sense. Um, I don't like to rewatch often, but I have my core ones that I will go back to, like Weightlifting Fairy, Coffee Prince, um, Fight for My Way. I think I rewatched 
three shows this year. Um, I rewatched Coffee Prince, um, Coffee Prince, Suspicious Partner, and Fight for My Way. See, I go back and watch my favorite episodes. Now, there are some that I like to go back and watch from beginning to end. Suspicious Partner is is one of them. I absolutely love that show. It's one of my all-time favorites. But I like to go back and watch my favorite episodes. Like, sometimes I don't feel like watching from beginning to end. I just want to watch the episodes that are, like, leading up to the moments that you are excited about. Like your favorite moments. That makes sense. (laughs) But... That is a good segue to get us talking about what new things we watched this year. So again, 2021 was a big year, I feel, for dramas, Asian dramas in general. Um, But instead of us talking about what our favorites were at first, um, I'm going to go ahead and throw out there, what were our bottom three dramas? Um, Robin, you can go first. You had such potential to show strong female friendships and, you know, career women. And then they pulled that. And that's where that drama lost me. I stuck it out, but that's where that that drama lost me. And then I had Imitation was my second one. I liked it. I like that it showed now get don't eh me don't I've, I've not gasp. watched it I've not I've not watched it so I'm just being an asshole okay <laughs> no I, okay so I can't I'm not going to give any spoilers I'm just going to say that I like that it showed like kind of a behind the scenes of the k-pop industry but there were certain stories that weren't fleshed out for me that were lacking like chat is it Chani Chani from SF9 oh, how do you pronounce? yeah Chani 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 Okay. Yeah. Okay. So he's in the drama, but I feel like his story could have been fleshed out more. And there's just other parts of that, that I feel that just kind of, they just kind of dropped the ball on. So that was my, one of my bottom three and one of my disappointments. And then the last being Go Go Squid 2, simply for the fact that they changed their esports, and I don't feel like it, it didn't, it felt like a separate entity instead of a continuation of Go Go Squid 1. I have to agree with you on that one. That one is actually on my list as a, a bit of a disappointment because I love the first one so much, and then they changed it. And I mean, robots are cool, but it just, it didn't have the same vibe. I, I didn't even, I didn't finish it, honestly. I, I, put it on hold and I have not gone back. <laughs> I've not gone past episode one with it. And I will tell anybody, I freaking loved Go Go Squid. But, and I love, uh, what's his face? The main lead, what's his name? Whatever his name is. Uh, <laughs> uh, I love him, but I just could not find myself pushing through because you it's so different. What's his name? Hui Yu. We, he, oh. Tan. 
Yes. Yes. <laughs> I will remember no one's name until I bring up my drama list. But yeah. But go ahead. <laughs> um, so those were your three. Be Together, um, Imitation, and Go Go Squid. Which is funny because I've heard other people talk about their disappointment in Be Together. Yeah. Like, I think Nikki liked it. Yeah. Um, no, no she didn't her. like it. No, she didn't like it. She and yeah. I um, talked about it a few times on Twitter when I would see her um, tweeting about it. And it just, it had so much potential, like the strong girl group friends, you know, female, strong female vibe, career women. But then it just, the the tropes, like every drama has its tropes. That's not an issue. But it was the girl who goes after her best friend's ex-boyfriend. And keep in mind, the girl, the lead one, the lead female who dated the guy, they were together for seven years throughout school and her best friend goes after this guy. Like, I'm like, no, no, you don't do that. Not when you're, you know, this, your friend dated him for seven years. And I don't know, like there is just, no, I, I stuck it out. I'm one who will tend, who will tend to stick out dramas to the end just to see how it plays out. But that one, that was just like, I don't know. They, they dropped the ball on that. What about you, hippie? Um, so uh, I had I had one, and it was actually um, a movie. It um, it was a Chinese movie called Love in the Kitchen. I did watch the whole hour and twenty minutes, but I had no idea um, what was going on half the time. Um, there was just so much going back and forth and he liked her and then he but he didn't want to show it and it was just it was all over the place and um it was a bit disappointing and and i didn't have a third um go go squid season two and love in the kitchen were my two your two bottom my two bottom and um most disappointing i guess okay um for me my there are a lot of things i watched this year uh, one of my bottoms will would be monthly magazine home. I was I was anticipating this show because I really love the leads and it was my first time seeing seeing the uh, male lead actually be a male lead because I've only seen him I've only seen him in a supporting role, uh, Kim Ji Suk, and I love Jung So Min because I loved because this is your first life and um and the cast was just amazing and it actually had one of it had the second lead uh, female from Coffee Prince in it. So, and it was actually a character I liked. So it was nice to see all these people in these roles. Like the cast was amazing, but the story just dropped so bad. Like it could have been a movie. The premise of this could have all been a movie and it just did not work together. My second would, um, worst drama of this year would probably be Doom at Your Service. I, I will tell everyone and their mama that, I love So and Gook. I will do anything for So and Gook. If So and Gook came here right now and was like, yo, let's go. And I'm like, yes, that's like, what life? I will be yours. That's how much I love So and Gook. But that's also how much I did not understand this drama. And that's the one with Park Bo Young, right? Yes. And this is my problem with Park Bo, um, po, uh, Park Bo Young, is that she keeps picking these same ass dramas of supernatural kind of storylines. I'm ready to see her in something else because 
if she's going to keep playing this kind of same character, though, granted, strong woman Du Bong Soon was not, this felt like on the same kind of wavelength of Abyss. And I didn't like Abyss either. Um, but Doom at Your Service had great cinematography. Like it was such a beautiful show. The soundtrack was amazing, but the story made no sense to me. Like I didn't, yeah. I didn't understand not a thing. I... I'm like, okay, she's dying. Okay. And yeah, that's that that was one that I started watching when it was like airing and I paused because I needed more episodes and I have not gone back to it. I've only watched the first 11. There's no reason to go back. You can watch the finale and then you'd miss nothing. <laughs> I'll keep yeah. that in mind because I never um, started it. I wanted to start it. I just got distracted by other shows. Yeah, no. And unfortunately, my top worst rated drama of this year is Tharn Type. <laughs> okay, here's my thing about Tharn Type. In theory, it shouldn't work as a drama. <laughs> like, I don't... I, I, I know, I know it is so problematic. I acknowledge, but I thought the leads, like had a shit ton of chemistry so it is no I, love it. I feel like there's a difference between sexual chemistry and like genuine chemistry yeah they had great sexual chemistry but you can't tell me that these characters were actually meant to be together i'm like he it's, like it's probably because i've watched like their fan meetings i follow yeah, their socials i've I've watched the second Thorn type, so. But still, you, to me, you can't get to two without getting through that one. And that the basis of their whole relationship to me is just like flawed. And I, I, it, it, I, know, I, know, I felt I it's a very triggering show. And I just, it I, is, it is. I, 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 I admit that. I could not get past the, the problematic of it. But like, granted, they are great looking men and they have some great hot chemistry. Mew Golf. Oh my God. Don't get me yeah. down. They are on my future ex-husband list. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> but the pro I just could not get like, okay. So you are homophobic because you were sexually assaulted as a child. So your gay roommate then sexually assaults you. Like, I don't, I know, <laughs> I know. Like there's so like I, I acknowledge that it is it is very problematic. I understand this. I admit I feel it. I feel like if the story wasn't as flawed, or if I just saw them in like a whole different other show, I wouldn't feel this way. But for them to for that to be their premise of the show, it's just, based on a novel. Let's put it this way: it's based on a novel. I thought I heard it was based off a of fanfic. It might be, but I it is also a novel, and I think it was yeah. It, the novel came out first, and then they made the show. Yeah, I I just uh, well, I have I have disappointments <laughs> that were not like the show. So when I say disappointments, I mean shows that were not the worst, but did not live up to the hype. Like, for well, see, me, that's why that's why they're also my bottom three. Like, they're ones that had potential to me, and that I went into them thinking that they were going to be good, but then. Mm -hmm. They didn't live up to what I thought it was going to be. See, for me, disappointment-wise like that, um, the two shows that kind of – actually three, if I'm going to be honest, would be um, Hello Me. Because I loved the idea of Hello Me, but I mm -hmm. felt like while I was watching it, I kept waiting for something. I mean – I felt like it didn't really have a vision. Like, okay, we're going to stay here with, okay, the girl, she meets her 
16 year old self or whatever that's cool okay cool but if you're gonna have this like side romance story but then never really give me a romance i'm gonna be mad especially when your male lead is uh kim young kwan yeah because i mean it's him (laughs) (laughs) yeah they they didn't really play up the romance in that i the story itself was basically her finding herself again and then the romance was yeah but i wish they had done more with the romance right i wanted more with the romance um my second disappointment my my next two disappointments are probably the most problematic disappointments and i'm like okay i'll take it um but it's hospital playlist season one and squid game what was the first one hospital playlist season one okay nikki i I know no no it's not that i didn't like the show because i really did it's just there were aspects of the show that i felt the show didn't need and i get that it's called hospital playlist but did we really need like a 10 minute song after in every episode because the problem i had the biggest problem i had with it is that the episodes just felt so long Mm -hmm. and also, I'm I'm a medical show watcher. Like ER is my favorite show in the world. Grey's Anatomy, those are my things. So I'm coming from a Western point of view when I'm looking at these medical shows, and I've actually never completed one, a Korean one. Um, but I just felt there were aspects that I just did not like. Yes, I think the cast is great. I think they all have chemistry. I like their stories to a degree because priest boy needs to get smacked in the face because (laughs) i just don't it it doesn't make sense to me why you would leave this great job as a pediatric surgeon mind you you're rich second (laughs) um you're already helping people why do you need to go into the priesthood for that so and and you you have two brothers and two sisters who are already in right so the priesthood and the nun I'm like, it's not like they're hard up for another one. But yeah, I I just, I, I didn't, I expected so much more because of the hype. Well, yeah, I can understand that. But I'm, we all know from the first episode of this, I did that I love Jojen Suk. Oh, for He's sure. been hey. my first drama bae since, well, Gong Yu and him were my yeah. first two drama husbands. Yes. So I think I went into it just like, totally into helm and i just ended up liking it all together right i i i I agree with you i really like that director's um work style because he did prison playbook and all the reply series and i love those shows i don't know this it just dragged it dragged maybe i i don't want to rewatch season one i don't but i feel like i need to go and watch season two and see if that fixes some of the feelings I had and my my last disappointment would be um Squid Game not to say that I disliked Squid Game because I didn't I thought it was a really good show I thought it was beautifully done I just don't think it was the best thing out there since sliced bread like everybody's reacting to it see I really loved it but I think everyone at least the people that I know that watch it all they can talk about is Gong Yu. I'm like, you all. Oh, don't, don't get me started. I'm a, I'm a fight all of them. I'm a, like, you don't know who this man is. I know him. Like, you can't 
have him. Right. You, if, if you don't, ha- if you didn't know him from his coffee prince days, you can't have him now. Exactly. You can't have I'll, him in his squid game days. Right. I mean, but I'll let, even give you. I'll even give you if you know him from Goblin, you get a little pass. But can we just can we just take a moment to recognize how that man has aged like fine wine? Oh, yes. yes, I mean, like he has just gotten so much more handsome. Now I say I say this like he's so much older when in fact he's my age. Yes. <laughs> he's he's 42, 43, which is how old I am. And and he looks the same as he did when he was on school. Yeah. And it's it's oh it's a beautiful thing. I know that I said that we'll talk about like shows that we're anticipating for next year later, but I'm just gonna say this right now. I cannot wait until freaking Christmas because I am going to sit at my at my TV on Netflix and watch Space uh what is it? Oh, it's not Space Sweepers. Oh my god, what's it called? Um the, the silent sea. The silent sea. I uh, okay, so I if we're gonna bring up ones that we're anticipating, I'm gonna throw out "Bad and Crazy" with Lee Dong Wook. Oh yeah, yeah, because that's also this year. Yes. I cannot wait for "Bad and Crazy." That it's uh, that's gonna be so good. Um, oh, okay, because Lee Dong Wook is also another husband of mine. So yeah, <laughs> Okay, before we get into fully of that, um, what surprised you this year about dramas? Um, either it be specific drama in itself or things surrounding dramas, not necessarily the shows, but so actually Squid Game, because we were just talking about it, that's one of the ones that surprised me the most because I was not expecting um the intensity of it, I guess. And and that they would um make a show like that. Um, where, you know, there's people fighting essentially for their lives for money. Um, and it was you know, like, it was almost like a, a hunger games type situation. Yeah. And, and that's, that's kind of how I introduced it to people who have never watched, um, Korean dramas or essentially any Asian dramas. And they're worried about, you know, subtitles and it was like, it's a darker, a dark dark darker version of the hunger games in a way and then they were like okay well you know we grew up with hunger games so so many people actually did not watch it with subtitles and that was the weirdest thing to me because i know like who didn't kira say something about um dubbing so i i posted on my facebook saying because what was it someone had said something to me it was like oh yeah the dubbing and I was like dubbing. I was like, right. What, I was like, I was confused talking? about that. I was, <laughs> I, and then no, was I, it dubbed in English? Were they listening to it dubbed in English? Yes. Yes. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah. yeah. So always, I, always start and try for the original, you know, original but, voice, but, and, and but, then then try maybe the dubbing. But no. <laughs> This is what happened. Netflix is out there to get people. So because we're a- because we're Asian show watchers, our Netflix already kind of anticipates what we want to hear, you know? Some people told me that when they put on the show, automatically there was English dubbing. And I was oh. like, "What?" 
That Netflix blows my mind. Yeah, because Netflix is really out here saying, oh, yeah, just listen to it in English. You don't have to hear it in its native tongue. I'm like, well, but that's to me, you, that's, Netflix. The, that's the whole point of me watching these shows. Like, I want to hear the actors talk. I can read the words on the screen, but I want to hear their voices. I want to hear their emotions. I don't want to hear some studio actor. Now, granted, if you're watching Chinese dramas, those are all dubbed, dubbed by- but but they're still in the actual language right they're dubbed by the actor now i will give netflix their kudos that they did hire asian actors to do the english which was a step in the right direction but uh i was just i was just really shocked and that's now granted i do not watch anime subbed i will watch anime dubbed only but i feel like that's different <laughs> but uh yeah i i think i agree with you hippie about squid games being surprising especially for us who have watched other um dramas and it hasn't been especially for korean korea because we've not mm-hmm. seen this kind of graphic things outside of movies because we've seen stuff like that in movies like that scene where the girl has sex with the guy in the bathroom yeah i mean that's uh, normal for americans yeah i think not so th- much for <laughs> korea no <laughs> i mean we get excited when they hold hands in korean <laughs> dramas <I> right <laughs> we get excited over a long look <laughs> Like, oh, he's finally staring at her. Right. Oh, my God. It's it's kind of how, like, when when I first got into K-pop, people would, there would be jokes going around. It's like, oh, before you got into K-pop, oh, yeah, that guy is shirtless. Whereas now you're like, oh, my God, I see his forehead. (laughs) I don't know. It depends on which K-pop groups you're talking about because, um, you look at Monster X and they're all, you know, no, some of the grown ones. They're still modestly covered. You, yeah, that's true. It, it might be see-through, but it's still modestly covered. Unless you're one house, then, you know. <laughs> yeah. Modest. He's putting it all out there. Let's be real. He knows his audience. <laughs> yeah, he does. He is here for he the He gives Western us what mind. we want. Um, I love his thirst traps and him. Same. Um, okay, uh, did you have a uh, surprising moment, Hippie? Um, yes. So the other one that I had um, was um, not so much as a moment, but again, it was like an entirety of a drama was DP. Um, and again, a Netflix show. Um, I was not expecting uh, the roller coaster of emotions, the um, intensity of some of these scenes and the fact that they showed so much, um, whether or not it happens in their um, military camps and things, um, but just it was so intense in some scenes and so much that it just it hurt my heart. And I and the acting in it just made it so real and it was so well done that I just I didn't know what to do when I finished (laughs) watching it it was just there was just so many emotions and and it was it was good and it was surprising all at once (laughs) 
I need to finish it. I've actually had plans to finish it this weekend. I have like three episodes left. Um, But I agree with you. Like it was an eye into their culture that we've not necessarily seen before. I guess when I guess when we see actors and idols enlisting, we don't get to see everything. So mm-hmm. we yeah. see it from a perspective of an outsider. So for this drama, even though it was rather dark and it talked about things that um, that Western people like to harp on when they're talking about Koreans, you know, like mm-hmm. suicide and bullying culture and things like that. Even though those were sensationalized topics, I felt like it was done in such a way that was cinematically really well. Like I could have seen it done as like a long movie. Mm-hmm. But I thought, um, at least for what I've watched, I thought everyone was really good in it, and yes. it felt real. And it was, it I was, think it. Oh, oh, go sorry. ahead. No, oh, I, go ahead. Say, I also think it's one of those dramas that if someone isn't necessarily wanting like the romance K dramas, because I think when most people think of K dramas, it's the light, fluffy romance with a bunch of tropes mm-hmm. in it. That this is the kind of drama like says, okay, watch this. This is different than what you may think of what a K drama is. Yeah, and it's and it's because it's adults and not the high school students. And the you know we see a lot of K dramas with the high school bullying and the you know suicide and the depression and all that stuff. And this was adults this wasn't your you know middle school high school kids picking on each other these were grown men um you know going through things and and you know experiencing certain situations that you would never wish upon anybody (laughs) so i think that that's that's what was most surprising for me also you guys can be spoilery as well it's the end of the year. These people should have watched these things by now. <laughs> yeah. The problem is, is that I I watch something. I love it. I enjoy it. My brain keeps it in there as I loved it. And I forget everything about, about it. <laughs> yes. That, that is what happens to me, too, is that I like even some of the shows I have on my list, like I I'm like, I remember them. I watch them. But I don't remember all the details that made me love it. Like the beat together, that Chinese drama in my bottom three. Like I remembered it. I remember that I didn't like it. But I can't remember everything that I disliked about it. So we should just skip over the memorable moments part of this. Um, <laughs> that one is blank on my list. I, I, I yeah, that was blank for me. Um, okay, great. Um, I mean, I know that there was a lot of them. I know that, you know, you and I talked a lot, you know, throughout the year about certain things. We'd f- be watching a show together or we'd, you know, finish it separately and immediately be like, oh my God, this, blah, blah, blah. Or like I would send you like screenshots and be like, this is this, and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And completely like be like, this is a great moment. And I love this. And it made me cry or made me laugh. Or, you know, I saw this comment on Vicky because you know how I love to watch, you know, shows yeah. with the comments going. <laughs> um, but can I tell you them right now? Nope. um i'm i'm kind of the same way um i get certain things stuck in my head and then others i'm like oh my god did i even watch that but i think memorable moments for me i don't have many i only have one um and surprisingly it's not a kiss scene because i usually just love all kiss scenes but one of my most memorable moments is actually watching vincenzo (laughs) let me actually 
Vincenzo episodes um, because there was a particular episode. I believe it's episode 17. Um, yeah, that's the only. Yeah, it's episode 17 when Hippie, you've not watched Vincenzo, right? Or you did? I have not, and I probably will not. Okay, good. I can go ahead and spoil this. So, episode 17. Um, Vincenzo's birth mother is actually murdered. And when he finds out, he literally goes on a murdering rampage and starts killing all the henchmen and everyone who could have been involved in her death. And I have to say that was one of the most sexiest scenes I've ever seen (laughs) Song Jun key in in my life like he yeah it's the end of episode 16 he literally can we we just talk about sorry i didn't mean to cut you off my bad no um i was gonna say like how the how take on in the beginning starts off as like this goofy guy and then he becomes this badass psycho yeah actually we both discussed that because vincenzo is on another list of mine um, and Tekion is also on the next question for me, uh, which would be, I'll have you guys go first, which two actors or actresses stood out for you this year? So for me, um, my one, one actor was on Bo Hyun from Yumi Cells and, oh, um, and my, I li- yeah. And my name, I think the reason why he stood out for me is because I remember watching the first time I saw him in was it's a one class yes and then what was the other he he was was in a he was in her private life yes he was in that but i didn't really remember him from that until i did a rewatch of it Hmm. so seeing him go from like the asshole in et1 class to then playing this adorable nerdy well he i guess you could say he was kind of nerdy but like clueless guy in yumi cells I was like, I liked, I just, I don't know. He just, that his performance stood out for me in that, even though he was kind of a sucky partner. <laughs> he wasn't that terrible. No, he I wasn't. Would, I, I would date him. I would, t- oh, I would totally date him. <laughs> but what? he stood, he stood out for me this year. And my other one was Lee Do Kun from Yuza oh. May, which we all should know that I was going to be pimping out <laughs> tonight. <laughs> Because that's going to be coming back up, guys. Lisa May should watch it. Please do. <laughs> but yeah, Lee Doohan is so cute. Yes. Yes, he is. So those were my two male standouts. Mm-hmm. My two actresses, Gomin, I think her, it's, I should pronounce her name, Gomin C, also of Youth of May. <laughs> Got to give my shout out to my show. And then um, Kim Go Yoon of Yumi Cells. But um, before I get into the actresses, I had honorable mentions for the male side. I had Lee Se Lee On of Light On Me and Kang Yo Suk of Light On Me, the Korean BL drama, which I like. If you know me, I watch a lot of Thai BLs. I like spiciness. But this one was so wholesome and cute. I loved it. And I've gone back and rewatched it a million times already. But I will bring that up when we get to our top shows. Because that's on my list. Hippie. 
Okay, so my number one um, for this year um, is... <laughs> I feel like I already know who it is. <laughs> you do. <laughs> uh, I kind of got a little obsessed. Is uh, Lee June Young, otherwise known as June of You Kiss. Um, I loved him in imitation. And um, I had seen him, um, I think, in another show. And um, He was in DP. Yep. Well, and then we saw DP and then uh, Let Me Be Your Night, which is currently airing. Um, but I just adore his his little face. Um, so for him, um, for my for this year, um, he was my number one and my number two male um, that stood out um, was uh, Roan from SF9. Um, I had seen him in um, other um, extraordinary shows, extraordinary, click your heart. Um, But he stood out um, to me in um, King's Affection, um, which is currently airing on Netflix. It ended. It ended? Okay, I'm a little behind. Um, yeah, I, I, I need to finish watching it. But yeah, um, I, yeah, I have to agree with that. I really liked him in The King's Affection. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, it was uh, he, the, his character in that just like really stood out to me. Um, and um, my brain didn't really connect him with SF9 until <laughs> I Kingdom. started watching that. Um, and, and yeah, with Kingdom. Um, and, uh, and, also from King's Affection is my to-watch young actress, uh, Choi Myung-bin. Um, she plays the uh, young uh, version oh, of, the twins. of the twins, um, Dami and uh, the prince. Mm-hmm. And she is also in the currently airing Young Lady and Gentleman. She plays one of uh, the children, the eldest daughter. Um, the fact that she was literally filming two shows at the same time, as well as with King's Affection, playing two different roles for that one show, one being a male, is just amazing. Um, she is going to be an amazing actress. Um, I mean, she already is, and she's just, as she grows up, um, she's, you know, just going to become even better. Um so um, those were my three, even though we I said also, two. Those are my well, three. <laughs> I, yeah, I technically had I technically had a third for my actresses who stood out because I gave an honorable mention to Han So Hee for my name. I liked her nevertheless, but I think she stood out more in my name. Mm-hmm. So she got an honorable mention. I've also forgot to mention my third honorable mention for the male side, which was Jin Young of Got Seven, because he did <laughs> Devil's Judge. He did Yumi he Cells. Yumi Cells. Um, he I first saw him in He is Psychometric. I thought he was all right, but I absolutely loved him in the Devil Judge, and I love him in Yumi Cells, and I cannot wait to see more of him. Ooh, ooh, can I do an honorable mention too? Because <laughs> sure. I, I <laughs> because I forgot. Well, well, I didn't forget. I just, I try not to think. Um, so I really enjoy King's Affection. And one of my favorite idols is also in it, uh, Choi Byung-chan from Victor. And the role that he plays is completely opposite of his personality. He 
He's got this bubbly, smiley, biggest dimples ever, um, really sweet, um, will throw you off if you're in a video call with him um, because he's just so adorable. And in King's Affection, um, he plays this serious, stoic, um, you know, silent bodyguard. And it's just so different. And he just does so well with it um, that. It it just amazes me the acting abilities and I want to squish his little feast. <laughs> <laughs> what are your two actor actresses that stood out this year? Okay, great. Um, I have a few. <laughs> um, first, um, I'm going to t- uh, mention my actors, which um, first it's a uh, Lee Jae Hoon, who I became a little obsessed with this year. I watched uh, Where Stars Land and Move to Heaven with him. And I had saw him, I think, last year or the year before in the movie Time to Hunt. And I loved that movie and I loved him in it. And he was so cute. (laughs) And I found him to be a really good actor. So when I watched Where Stars Land, I was like, oh, he um, he played this guy who had been injured and he was like it was kind of like an irobot kind of situation he was like half robot trying that he had like mechanical parts that helped him walk and stuff it was just a really sweet drama and then moved to heaven where he plays the like fucked up uncle to this autistic boy um i cried it, i cried the whole way through it was amazing and he was one of the best things out of that show um so yeah i loved lee jay hoon and also from my second actor is also from move to heaven um is tang jun sang who he played the main role of han gyu yu in move to heaven um and he also played the lead role in Rocket Boys, Yoon Hae Kang, which I've been telling both of you to watch. Okay, so if I watch if I watch Rocket Boys, you have to watch Youth of May. That is the deal. Deal, deal. deal. Uh, can I just not watch either? No, you have to watch. I'm telling you, have- it's. It's. I don't hype. I don't hype up shows the way I have Youth of May. I know. I know. <laughs> But seriously, Racket Boys, such a good show. Um, Youth of May, very good. But I promise, I will watch Racket Boys, okay. and you will watch. That is our deal. That I will watch deal. that if you watch Youth of yes. May. Yes, and then we can discuss and we can review them together. Yes, but yeah, Racket. Um. Uh. Blah blah. blah. Tang Jung Sang. Um. Was amazing. He was also the first time I saw him was last year. Was it last year we watched Crash Landing on you? Yeah. yeah. No. No, 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 no. Two 20, years, two, 2019, because it, yeah. it and started yeah. in late December 2019, ended in 2020, okay. so we're coming up on two years. Okay, so yeah, um, he was in that. He played the young soldier. Uh, he is, he's an actor. I'm very excited to do more things. Um, he's my, he's just on a little cute little, little face. I love him. Um, those are my two main actors. And my honorable mention is Taekyun from Vincenzo because I feel that he really found a role that was made for him. Like, I can't see anyone else being um, Jang Junwoo than Tech. And I went into Vincenzo. I first started the show and he was... I first started it when it aired and then I stopped. So when I picked it up again, you know, the big... He was already revealed as the big bad. So when... 
it was revealed when I was watching it, I wasn't surprised, but it was still nice to see how he handled that transition from seemingly uh, innocent character to this psychopath. Um, so yeah, those are my actors that I really enjoyed this year. Females, um, my female actresses would be um, John Yo Bean from Vincenzo. I thought she was really good at straddling that comedic and dramatic role. Like she, her comedic timing was amazing, but she also knew how to handle a serious, serious moments. Um, And my second actress would be Lee Ray, who was the lead in um, Hello Me. Granted, I did not like Hello Me. (laughs) Well, I did like Hello Me, but I had problems with it. But I felt that she did a great job at playing the the young Bon hottie and mm-hmm. she was also in um hellbound which i feel like is a better show than squid game but she played the daughter in there who was um joining a cult <laughs> so it was it was actually really good she's also a young actor that i'm looking forward to seeing more things from so those are all the people that we liked this ran a bit longer than expected, so to hear our top five shows of 2021, please make sure to click on that button to hear part two. See you on the other side. Bye.